Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's a civil engineer and she's also interested in the STEM fields. In fact, she has her own series where she talks about these fields. I am so glad to welcome and introduce Emily Mahana. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion. Thanks so much for having me. I can't wait. This is my first podcast, actually, so very exciting for me. Yeah, I'm glad that this podcast could be your first one and I can interact with you and get to know your insights. So uh, let's just get started. So um, I want to ask you, what exactly is it that motivated you to get into civil engineering? So it's kind of a, a roundabout way that I finally got to civil engineering when I was growing up. I really thought I wanted to do interior design. That was something that my mom and I, we watched a bunch of shows growing up and I thought that was really fun. And then as I was making my way through high school, uh, one of my guidance counselors told me that I had one of the highest uh, GPAs at our high school and really urged me to try looking at something that sparked and used my math and science background. So that's when I decided, oh, let me think what's related to interior design, because I know I already love that. So I looked into architecture and that was my first kind of transition towards civil engineering. When I was applying to colleges though, I realized that architecture was more about the art behind buildings, not really the math and science. And I didn't have an art portfolio to submit to any university. So I figured I had taken a class that was architecture and engineering. And so for me, it was a very easy change to instead of pursue architecture, pursue civil engineering. And I'm so happy that I did because I learned to love it so much in college and I love what I do now. So took me a couple steps to get to civil engineering, but you know, it's all rooted in the same passion that I had when I was younger. That's amazing that you're pursuing your same dreams that you had younger and uh, you got into the field that after all the exploring in different fields, you finally got into your right path. So yeah, uh, looking back on it, it's interesting, but I'm glad I made it to where I am now. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, did you, did you have the traditional educational journey or did you have some different routes on the way? Um, I think it's pretty traditional. Um, I went to, so here in the United States, public school. So, you know, I went through my elementary middle school. We have a junior high school because my district was very big. Um, and then I went to high school. And since we did have a larger high school, we had more of these elective classes. So I think I'm, I'm so grateful that, you know, I was able to take an architecture and engineering class while I was in high school to get my, you know, interests explored before going into uh, college and university. But I, right from high school, I went to college and then right from college, I started working. So pretty traditional school background. I didn't take any gap years or do any, you know, time off in between my education, but, um, and, and no grad school either. So pretty pretty traditional route, I think. Oh, that's great. And um, now as a civil engineer, what exactly is your role and how has the experience been? So I love it. I'm so happy that I, you know, 
after that path that kind of, you know, weaved its way around civil engineering. I'm so happy that I am an engineer now and work doing bridge design. So I got my degree in civil engineering and now I work as mostly, I should say, uh, a bridge design engineer. So I do transportation engineering design with an emphasis in bridge design. And that's for uh, projects all over really anywhere in New York state other than New York City. So we cover a lot of different areas and a lot of different uh, towns and villages. So that's exciting to do projects kind of in a different uh, background all over the state. Yeah, that really sounds fascinating. And um, as a civil engineer, is there any rewarding aspect about your job? It is, yeah. So one of the first projects that I started on actually um, is in the community that I grew up in, which really brings it all for full circle to go from, you know, my uh, high school, you know, going through all of my public schooling. And then I went to college close by my hometown and then to work in my first project as an engineer in my hometown really just brought my whole experience full circle. And I, I felt that was, you know, one of those moments where it's like, yep, this, you know, this is what you're meant to be doing and having it come full circle, using my education and bringing me back to help using, uh, you know, my, my community help improve the communities. It's just really rewarding to, to have that sort of impact. Yes, absolutely. Now, along with engineering, you're also into a beauty pageant. So what exactly is yeah. it that got you into that? So I did it in college kind of on a whim. I decided it's something that similar again to the interior design TV that my mom and I would watch. We would always watch the Miss USA beauty pageant that happened on TV. So growing up, it was something kind of in my life, but never something I really pursued. And when I was in college, I decided, you know, this is something a little bit crazy. If I don't do it while I'm at university, I'm probably never going to do it once I start working. So I entered my first beauty pageant uh, about three months before graduation from college, and I ended up winning the first pageant that I ever entered. So I really intended to just do it, get a good story, and never have anything to do with pageants again. But now here we are three years later. And I just competed at the Miss New York USA pageant this summer. So the one pageant that I decided to enter on a whim got me to competing in pageants for almost three years straight continuously. But I, I have no regrets. And I love, you know, all the opportunities that pageants have brought me. And I'm still going to continue doing pageants in the future as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And like you said, that when you were younger, you used to watch television and beauty pageants on the screen with your parents. So um, was it an unreal feeling for you that you're at the same position um, as the people that you watched before? It is. It really is. Because for so long, I didn't. And I think that's why I didn't do a pageant until I was in college, because I didn't think I would be successful or that wasn't something that I would be able to do, really. So it was fun to watch on TV, but thinking about taking that step and entering on my own, I didn't take that until I figured, you know, why not? But looking at it now and interacting with people that I've met through my pageant experience, it's, it's really humbling to meet younger women and have them say, oh, I look up to you and what you're doing is inspiring to me. And it's one of those, again, full circle moments where, you know, I'm, I'm just humbled by the whole experience. Yeah, it truly sounds so amazing. Now, you also have your own series about STEM fields. So um, why do you think more people should join the STEM fields these days? 
I think STEM is so important. And with, you know, the world as it is, I think STEM is one of those fields that we're always going to need more STEM professionals, no matter what happens with, you know, the state of the, you know, United States or the world in general, we're always going to need people working in science, technology, engineering, and math. And especially for women, there is such a place for women in STEM. And that's why I started my series was to serve as a female role model to younger girls and, and women in general, to show them that being an engineer is possible and being a woman at the same time. Um, and just trying to be that role model to encourage girls to enter the field because we are needed. We are you know, necessary for the STEM fields to be prosperous. So I'm so excited to, again, serve as a role model in the STEM world and encourage women and really children to think about, oh, let's learn about STEM and see if this is something that you know, interests me. Yeah, completely. And um, I think diversity is really important in the STEM fields, like you mentioned. There should be more women. And it's great that you're passing it on to younger generations so that they know from the start that it is one field that they can go into without any judgment, hopefully in the future. And um, I think you're a great role model as well, because since you're in so, so many beauty pageants and you're also doing engineering on the side. So um, you can really show them that you can do engineering as well as um, in heels, in fact. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and yeah. um, so like as the times are progressing now, um, STEM fields are increasing, but we're not at the point yet. So um, why do you think that um, people should be part of the STEM fields, like I said before, and what challenges have you faced in the STEM fields? So answering that first part, why, why do I think people should be entering the STEM fields? There's so many careers that I don't think people realize are related to STEM. I think there's a very... Uh, well-known stereotype that, you know, an engineer specifically has to be, you know, in, in their office all day, basically attached to their calculator, you have glasses, you have a button-up shirt, you're a big nerd. And I think that gets um, people discouraged from wanting to pursue engineering and STEM fields in general. But that's another reason why I've started my series to show people that, you know, there are people that do, you know, do all those things and but there's also careers where you can be yourself and you don't have to be um, as you know, introverted. You can still be extroverted. You can still pursue your other passions outside of STEM and still be a successful STEM professional. So when talking with kids, it's important to show them what it actually means to be an engineer and not what they see or hear on TV and in the media. So for me, I like doing these hands-on activities to show kids all the different facets of um, STEM in general. So I like trying to find uh, some of the unique careers and unique projects that you can do in STEM to get them saying, oh, that's really cool. And I didn't realize that, you know, it was math related or engineering related. So it's a lot of fun for me too, to do some of these projects and learn about different careers that even as a kid, I didn't know existed either. So um, I'm, I'm happy to be able to bring that knowledge to kids around the world. Yeah, absolutely. And lastly, is there any advice that you would like to give to anyone wanting to join the civil engineering field? I would say just, I mean, this is kind of advice for, for anything, but just give it a try. The worst that can happen is you don't like it. The worst that somebody can say to you is no. 
And that's something that I've learned over the past two years, both in doing engineering and in pageants. If you don't ask, you, you'll never know what the answer is. But if you do, the worst you know somebody could say is no. So when it comes to pursuing engineering, give it a try. If there's a club at your school or a STEM night, go to it. The worst that can happen is you don't like it. But the best that could happen is that you do and that you take more classes or you go to more events related to engineering. You know, I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I could give is just give it a try. I love engineering. I think a lot of people would find engineering fun and interactive and you get to use different parts of your brain that I think people don't really realize you can. So give it a try. Engineering is fun. There's so many things you can do with it and especially civil engineering to give back to communities and help them improve. It's just uh, something that I love and I hope other people will join and love too. Yeah, definitely. Like you mentioned, um, STEM fields really allow an overall mind development by using different uh, skills like logical thinking as well, because in fact, everything that we have around us is developed from the STEM fields at the end, like every aspect that we are using right now, including technology, it is made by the people in the STEM fields. So that's some really right. great advice. So thank you so much, Emily. Well, yeah, that's it for today. So uh, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your insights and experiences with me in uh, pageants and civil engineering. This has been great. And uh, to let all of you know, this podcast is now available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Pocket Casts. Make sure you subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more. Emily, is there anything you'd like to say before we log off? Uh, I don't think so. Thank you again so much for having me on. I will add my STEM, my STEM Sundays with Emily series is also on YouTube if you want to check that out. But thank you so much again for having me on. And uh, how exciting. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Well, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.